I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, sitting atop fourth place in the Western Conference. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Dang, are we really fourth place? Right now? Let's go. Tied for, <laughs> also tied for seventh, I think. <laughs> oh, here we go. Four through seven, they're all, they're all four and two, so... I tweeted out a net rating thing tonight, and somebody somebody responded, quote tweeted, and it's like, y'all are already pulling out net ratings so this far into the season? I'm like, all right, we've at least played like six games. I mean, I know it's not like, <laughs> you know, that much telling, but uh, still. Hit, they hit you with small sample size. We're 7% through the NBA season, guys. 7%. <laughs> 7%. Don't hit me with a small sample size theater already. Come on. Like, listen, guys, I know. It's interesting, though, because there are certain stats, like individual points, that matters for one game. But points for an entire week? I don't know. I guess you know it doesn't really matter that much. Net rating for like a month could mean something. Net rating for one single game? Not a whole lot. Plus minus for a whole season? Yeah, that tells you something. Plus minus for a quarter or a game? Not as much. It's, it's weird how like certain... Stats just mean stuff in certain contexts, and people will call you out for it all the time. Or even stats on certain fan bases. I mean, I'm just going to be honest with some of you Mavs fans right now, all right? Some of y'all jumped all over Russell Westbrook. Ooh. And the whole triple-double thing a few years ago. Ooh. And it's like, triple-doubles are overrated, but yet some of you are hyping up Lucas triple-doubles right now. And Ooh. I su- my point is, they're super impressive. <clears throat> I think they are impressive. And they're incredible. Lucas triple doubles are incredible. I think what Russ has done for like two years straight uh, was absolutely insane. So sure. I'm in that camp of saying both of them, both the players are are good players. So yeah. Anyway, you just you said that and it made me think of that. And on the podcast today, we are going to rank Luka Doncic. We came in kind of, we came in pretty much fresh. Neither of us have lists. We have lists of of players, but not in an order yet. And so we're going to try to we're going to try to get our top ten players in the NBA, or however many players we need to get to get to Luca right now in the NBA. And so we're going to try to come to a consensus between the two of us. A lot of times we just bring separate lists and talk about it, and it doesn't really mean a lot. But we're going to try to come up with the the definitive locked on Mavs uh, list, and maybe we'll do one later in the year, and it will have you guys vote. You know, say who should be ahead of who, and then it'll be a consensus between three parties so maybe we'll do that later in the year that sounds good yeah so that's what we're gonna do and then uh, we'll also talk about you know we'll have some random thoughts about the team so far we'll have thoughts on you know luca's effectiveness with porzingis things like that we've been pulling obviously isaac's been pulling some net rating stats on lineups and different things like that which lineups are working well so a lot of conversation to be had but let's start with the top i think we can agree that Kawhi is the number one player in the nba Wow, I'm I'm very proud of you that you did not say LeBron. No, I'm st- I'm still there. I think I think Kawhi is LeBron has played at a different level than he did last year. So far this year, he has a different sense of urgency, which is nice to see. The defensive side of the ball is there. 
It's help. It, yeah, it definitely helps when you have uh, another top five, top six player on your team, like LeBron has. Um, and it helps when you try. <laughs> it does help. He's when been you try. trying on defense, but it's because he has two rim, two elite rim protectors behind him, pretty much at all times, and so that kind of helps you on defense too. Um, and then LeBron's passing is still. I mean, you saw it in the Mavs game. It's next level compared to Kawhi's, but Kawhi's ability to. You know, get a bucket whenever you need him to. The ability to, you know, play as much as you need him to without worry about rest. He doesn't have to do the LeBron rest during the game kind of thing. And we talk about yes. that a lot, or at least Lakers people talk about it all the time. I heard it on Laker Filmer podcast again today talking about LeBron resting during the game. Le- Kawhi doesn't have to do that. And he can lock up literally anyone. Uh, yeah, just because Kawhi sets out these back to backs does not, does not disqualify him from the best player in the world uh conversation i've seen that a little bit going around twitter like yeah well y'all's best player setting up no sorry um he just went through this crazy finals run he was on top of the nba uh world and i thought lebron said something after i think it was the mavericks game I, i guess it had to be uh he was talking about his defense and how kind of people are uh written him off and he was and he said this line about this stage in his career and this is how I've always felt about him in his career. So at, at any point, is he said, "Hey, on defense, on the defense event, no one will, no, no one can target me." Basically, he's never the weakest link. In that yeah. he's he's so solid that he can hold his ground no matter what. And that's how I've always I've always thought that LeBron's kind of an overrated defender. Uh, the thing that's always thrown out there with him of like, oh, you can guard one through five. I'm like, okay, well, there's a difference between getting thrown on people one through five. And But anyway. I mean, he can. They're not going to use him as like a defensive specialist defender. They've never really done that in his career. But I think he has the ability to defend those guys. I yeah, think but there were stages there where people was like, LeBron, best defender in the league. And people were like yeah. really trying to argue that. And but I don't so think, anyway. I don't think real media voters said that because I don't think he ever won. A, I think he got second in defensive player of the year. No, twice he, he did that because I did that video on MVP and defensive player of the year. But he's been up there, but. But he's never been at Kawhi's level defensively. No, so. I mean Kawhi is guaranteed the best defensive player we've seen in a long time since yeah. Jordan, maybe. Yeah, Jordan, Scotty, Gary Payton. Those guys. Um, but yeah, I have Kawhi one for sure, and then I put LeBron two. I also have LeBron two. I think he's still there, which is seventeen years in the NBA. <laughs> still yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's insane. My I, so I took my dad to the airport on. Uh, Sunday afternoon, <clears throat> and always super sentimental, sad moment. Uh, tell yeah. my parents bye, and whatever. But we uh, we were hugging, and I was like, "Man, hope you know, safe flight, blah blah." blah. And he's like, "Proud of you, all this stuff, all the cool, you know, whatever part." <laughs> and he goes, "I really appreciated like the game, you know, on Friday night." <laughs> and Haley looks at me, and he goes, "You know, as much as we don't like LeBron, he's one of the greatest to ever play the game." And it was cool to like watch somebody of that magnitude, you know, with you. It felt like it was. Because uh, he, he took me to my first NBA game to see Jordan versus the Kings. Wow. And uh, so it was just cool for us to see. And then you great. took him to see the GOAT now. Like, he was the ha. GOAT then, and you took him to see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, it, it, I mean, I he think. is. Yeah. I mean, you know I take shots at him all the time, but he is one of the best to play the game. That's not what I think, though. I think Jordan's still the GOAT. Number okay. three on this list. This is where it gets hard. I think. Giannis is still there. Yeah, I have Giannis at three. Too. I think Giannis is still there. He's a lot has been said about his downfalls, and we've, we're kind of in the stage where we're p- 
picking Giannis apart now because he didn't, you know, they didn't go to the finals. They didn't go to the the circle starting to starting to come around. Starting to come around. It comes it around for everybody. Everyone. Came around for LeBron. Uh, I guess it came around for Kawhi. He hasn't really been at the top long enough. It feels like to no to be there. But now, and we're doing this. I'm assuming we're doing this not putting KD up there because KD's. I would have KD over LeBron if he's healthy. I would. So. I would as well. Um, yeah, we're, we're keeping KD out. This is hard because we're keeping KD out. Paul George we're going to put on this list somewhere. And Steph Curry we're also going to put, but Steph Curry is out for a while too. Okay. Right? Like, sure. We're going we're gonna to put Steph somewhere in here? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. So just the season-ending injury I think we're keeping out. So. Yeah. Okay. So then we have Kawhi, LeBron, Giannis. Yes. After that – Couple of our options. For me, it's it's one of two people. But. Couple of our options: Anthony Davis, Harden, Curry. Uh, I guess yeah, the, and B. Yeah, I mean, those, I think no, those I mean, are the three for, options. For me, the it's it's top six with Durant out. It's top six players in the league, and you said it's Harden, Davis, Steph. One of one of those three in some combination, in my opinion. After that, in my opinion, is a slight drop, but. It's just those six players to me are on a whole different, you know. Yeah, there's guys after that, but those are the six faces of the league, I guess. I don't really know what we want, what I would want to say that, but in my opinion, obviously y'all can disagree with me all you want, but oh, can we say elite players? Can we pull out the Joe Flacco is he elite thing again? <laughs> can we? Is Anthony Davis elite? Guys, Joe Joe Flacco. No, came out of no, a football game. no more about Joe Flacco. We talked no. enough Ravens yesterday. I'm just gonna say he criticizes coaches, and then like two days later, they're like he's out for the season with the bulging disc. So <laughs> the disc was in his head; they just punched him <laughs> repeatedly. Don't criticize your coaches, guys. I think, man, this is so hard. This is really all about preference, too. What kind of player would you want? But I think Anthony Davis is just unstoppable offensively and defensively. He's one of the best in the NBA. So I think I put Davis four. Yeah, I put Harden four, but I had AD right behind him. Just. I think as much as we enjoy taking shots at Rockets and James Harden stuff, I do th- I I do agree with him in a sense that he does get overlooked for the offensive stuff that he pulls off. That he somehow that stuff gets. I mean, he had 50, what he had fifty nine the other night, and it was just another day in the NBA. And and they're ranked like 59th in the NBA in defense. So. <laughs> I know, but there's the he, shots. <laughs> he literally is one of the best offensive players we've ever oh, seen yeah. play the game. As yeah. much as whatever you want to say that or not, Anthony Davis, bro. I mean, we just. I mean, what's gonna be more, James Harden free throw attempts per game or Anthony Davis locker room visits per game? Oh, that was that was low. I didn't know which one was higher this season so far. What the over under on the locker room visits, but. But no, I mean AD's incredible. I was kind of surprised that he won Player of the Week over uh, LeBron, though. Yeah, I think the forty twenty game put him over the edge. Okay, I didn't think that was this week. My bad. Yeah, they do. So this these Player of the Week, we should bring that up because Luca didn't win Player of the Week this week. Uh, so so coming up, I'll explain Player of the Week, and then we'll get to the rest of our our top ten because we're already a little over for our first break. So coming up, we will discuss the rest of our top ten and then explain the Player of the Week situation. Nick, you need to make these breaks flow, but... All right, Isaac. Did I tell you that Manscaped is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming? Did I tell you that? I think you told me that today. 
And you can get 20% off free shipping with the code locked on at manscaped.com. No way. They got some good stuff. I told you earlier about they have this this package, um, which is interesting. What kind of package <laughs> is that? It's <laughs> interesting talking about a below the belt men's grooming with talking about packages. But they have this nice package, free pair of underwear, and a free uh, carrying case for all the stuff, like a shower bag kind of thing. It's pretty nice with your uh, with the bundle. So go there, Is use the promo code package? locked on. Twenty percent off. You get it for the package with the bundle. Bundle the package, you get, you know, the good stuff. So check out manscaped.com. Okay, so player of the week. Luca didn't win player of the week. Anthony Davis won it. They were three and oh. Luca was two and one. The only loss was that Lakers game. They go Sunday to Sunday on these player of the weeks. So they don't go, yeah, they go like Sunday to Monday. So that's why that game counted. And uh, so like the Lakers game against the Spurs, I think, counted. Yes. And it, that for Sunday, it doesn't count for next week. It's yeah. weird how they do the weeks. But but yeah, that 40-20 game, I think, put him over the edge. Uh, he had another game where he had like, the game against the Mavericks, he quietly had like 30 points, 10 boards, two steals, and two blocks. Uh, and then he had 25, like 10, and something else, four blocks in, in the next game. So he's, I mean, he's just rolling. Yeah. He's insane. I mean, he deserved it. I tweeted out to him. I was like, hey, is Luca going to get this award? If not, who's it going to be? And, dude, there was Laker fans like just found this tweet and were like, this dude's oblivious. It's LeBron. I mean, I didn't say Luca was supposed to get it. I just said if he doesn't get it, who who should? And anyway. It was your tone, Isaac. It was the tone was of the, the words tone, in the text. The Twitter Okay, tone. so wait. We have to decide, though. Anthony Davis or Harden at four? Uh... Up oh, sure. Let's just do AD. I had Harden, but yeah, AD at four. Okay, and then Harden at five, and then Steph at six. Steph at six. Okay, so we're in consensus so far. Yeah. Steph Curry, man, what a tough season. That just I hate all of it. Ugh. Uh, and then now you know at least we're saved from the idea of oh you know these people saying that Steph can't do it by himself. Like at least we don't have to listen to those people. Get out of here. I'm glad about that. That's the only good thing. If your question says Steph's legacy this year, get out of here. Okay, so now we have – so that's top six. And Isaac said it takes a, a, a tumble after this. Like I think my kid just took Yeah, a like hopefully your kid didn't just take a tumble <laughs> if you heard that. So some options for number seven. Lillard, Embiid, Luka himself, Paul George, Jokic. Maybe Towns has jumped up into there this year. He's had a similar Luka year. He's put up crazy numbers. Victor Oladipo is out, but he's a really good player. Any other names that you're like throwing around for this spot? Uh, no. I mean, I just I wrote yeah a lot of the names you wrote down. I wrote down Kyrie too, but I don't think he's top ten. Did you say Brad Bill? I didn't, but that's a good one. Um, I don't think he's top ten. I honestly think it comes down to so you have seven, eight, nine, ten, four more spots in this top ten: Embiid, Jokic, Paul George, Dame, Luca. And towns that's six spots <clears throat> if we're just forming a top 10 i think it's one of those six guys uh or those six guys to fit oh in God. the four spot there's a cat on the field in the cowboys game a cat yeah is Embiid going after it it's a black cat oh man uh Embiid would try I've, to always, start I've seen squirrels it. but i've never seen a cat sorry i had to stop because this is just crazy <laughs> so now you know when we record these podcasts <laughs> anyway 
so if we have four more spots left in the top ten, I think there's six guys that could go in those four spots. So therefore, at twelve, I think it's safe to say I'm very confident in saying Luca's a top twelve player in the NBA because I think he's in that group of six guys. Bingo. Okay, so you would so you're you're not gonna put him ahead of Lillard and Bede. No, George, no, no. I'm Jokic, saying he's in, in that category. Okay, so I think we can make arguments for him to be at seven. Okay, which so that could so, just be crazy. So but. what you're saying is there's no one else in the NBA you'd put ahead of Luca outside of those guys I would you take, just mentioned. Let me just state it like this. I would take I would take <clears throat> Luka Doncic right now over Bradley Bill, Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, Kimball Walker, or Victor Oladipo. I think right now, six games into the season. Luka Doncic is a better player than those guys. Ooh, wow, that feels great saying that. It does feel really good. So no Ben Simmons. You want to do the Ben Simmons thing? You're the, J- oh, you're, the you're the Ben Simmons hater. You want to do that? Let me just relish in this right now because I wish I could find all the Philly fans who came after me when I said this uh, a few weeks ago. But it's not even a question. Like, imagine Ben Simmons trying to go head to head with LeBron on that Friday night. There's no way. Like, he can't do that. He can't step back and shoot. He can't lead his team like that. It's the Ben Simmons-Luka thing. That's not even a question. I mean, I want to say I think Trey Young's closer than Ben Simmons, but Trey Young's so bad. I, what's what's worse, Ben Simmons' shot or Trey Young's defense? Or what's what hurts a team more? Trey Young's defense or Ben Simmons' shot? Hmm. Because Luca has looked pretty pretty decent sh- defending so far this year. Yeah, I don't even. I, 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 it's not even a conversation. Luca is so much better than Trey Young or Ben Simmons just, right now. Just from sheer size alone, that was going to be a thing. And then, the you know, we've seen little spurts of it when he tries, like against LeBron and you know stuff like that. Yeah, there's that's really there's really no one. I mean, okay, so we have him in what, this group right now of Lillard. Well, I just want to say this about the Trey thing. I, I take exception when people say both teams won the trade. I don't think both teams won the trade. Can both teams be happy with the trade? Yes. But did both teams win the trade? I don't think so. Because I think Luke is still in a whole different stratosphere than Trey Young. So, therefore, the Hawks lost the trade. Okay? Even though Trey Young's great and he's probably going to be an all-star this year. I, like... There has to be a winner and loser. I don't. I don't. I don't buy into the both teams won the trade. I don't. I, I don't land on that. So anyway, let's keep going. Yeah, I think someone has to come out a winner. Exactly. Saint Pee Wee football. <laughs> this is so. This is hard now. So to recap, so far we have a top ten of Kawhi, LeBron, Giannis, Davis, Harden, and Curry. That's your top six. Yeah. We have four spots left, and we are trying to decide between Lillard and Bead, Paul George, Jokic, Towns, and Doncic. That's six guys. No. And we think that no one else can jump into the top group. So not I don't Kyrie, so. not Oladipo, Brad Beal, Jimmy Butler, Kemba. What about Pascal Siakam has been amazing no. this year? Westbrook? No. Donovan Sorry, Mitchell, Trey Young, Rudy Gobert, defense. No. No. Blake Griffin? No. I, I hate that for Blake because he's just not healthy, but no. It's just a testament to where Luca's at right now. I mean, Luca's just at a different level. I don't. Even, those guys. I think the the biggest thing is like, hey, Kyrie, Jimmy Butler. Uh, it's hard to even talk about Oladipo because he's been hurt for so long. That like Luca's better than those guys. But I still, I feel like if you put put it on Twitter, people would get like hammer you for like who would you rather have right now, Luca or Kyrie? And 
I'm fairly confident in saying Luka Doncic, but I, I think, feel like a lot of people would. Yeah, I think Kyrie's approval rating is low enough that it's not crazy to say that. So I, the question, yeah, comes: Would you take Luka over Joel Embiid? And this is now this is the same exact question with Davis and Harden. <laughs> so what would you What yeah. would you rather have? Would you rather have the, you know, unstoppable, you know, rim protector who can also get you buckets on offense, or would you rather have the you know, playmaking, you know, can get you a bucket at any moment, Luka Doncic. At this current moment, Luka is .5 assist away from averaging a triple-double. So oh, I thought, he's we, aver- I thought we didn't like triple-doubles. Uh, no, we like triple-doubles. He's averaging 26 points, a little over 10 boards, and 9.5 assists a game. I mean, that's just insane right now. So the fact that we can even have an argument, that we can even have the discussion right now, Luka or Joel Embiid, that's insane. Like, that just, for us, I mean, that's just crazy where he's at right now. But you can't I, you can't look at this and be like, I mean, look at the numbers he's putting up right now. It's it's incredible. And they're 4-2. and two. It's not like they're 0-6 or something like that. So you have to take this stuff. I, with those six guys, that's, that's 12 players, you know, added to the top six. So I'm... I feel very confident. Definitely top 15. I feel confident in saying Luka is a top 12 player in the league right We now. feel confident about that. But coming up, let's put him in his place. Let's figure oh, out where in this You're top make me do this. Where in this top 12 we should put Luka. So we're going to come to a consensus coming up after this. All right, Isaac. So we have Kawhi number one, LeBron number two, Giannis number three, Davis number four, Harden five, Curry six. We have now a top 12 that we're doing <laughs> with these players. Yeah. You want to start at seven or 12? <laughs> I think Towns is the bottom. I think Towns is 12. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's put Towns at 12. You want to put Jokic um, at, at 11? Sure. Man, that's, that would piss some people off. Who but. cares? He's, he hasn't looked good so far this season. It's so hard to rank Paul George right now because we haven't seen him for a while. But last time and, we saw him, he was third in MVP, and he's you know was third in Defensive Player of the Year. I think I'm going to put yeah. him seven. I think he's he's still really good. Okay, here's here's my thing. I think I would I would take Luca over Damian Lillard because I think he can I think he can score with Dame, but I think he's a better playmaker than Dame. I think I'm with you on that. Is that crazy? I, I feel like we're headed down a, a trail right now where somebody's just like a homer trail. But the yeah. thing is though, Luca has just burst onto the scene this season. I mean, we're, we're we're having some recency bias in this because we've seen Luca do these incredible things this year, and it just seems like he's on a different level than he was last year. Yeah, he is. So I think this comes down. Sure, we'll we'll do the Paul George because of Paul George defense and two way stuff. We'll do Paul George at seven. So, what do you want to do with <laughs> what do you want to do with Embiid? So we're putting Lillard at ten. So we're up for grabs is seven eight, or eight, nine, and ten between Luca, Embiid, and Dame. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna upset anyone listening. It's just <laughs> somebody will pull out context and then. But this is what this is what we really feel though. I would rather have, man, all the stuff I just said about Davis over Harden. I feel I'm feeling now, man. Oh, and beat over Luca, 
Right, because the exact argument I used for Davis over Harden, I should use over for Embiid over Luca. All right, let's just do it. Put Luca Embiid at eight, Luca at nine, and Paul jo- and Damian Lillard at ten. So Luca is the ninth best player in the NBA. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy saying that. I say it, it's because of just yeah. There we go. Right now, right now, I just did player comparison. Uh, these are just basic stats, but Damian Lillard right now is averaging right at thirty points a game, seven assists, and five rebounds. Luca's averaging twenty six points a game, nine assists, and ten rebounds. Lillard is shooting forty percent from three. Luca's shooting thirty five percent from three. Lillard shooting twenty shots a game. Luca eighteen. I still give it to Luca. I'll take Luca. Take Luca over Lillard. I think so. I what he what he did with LeBron on Friday night, he can go head to toe with anyone in the league right now in scoring. That's the crazy part about it. Like he has to step back, he can drive, he can play make. I mean, it's it's scary. So then you start getting into two way stuff and obviously he's not a great defender, but he's not Trey Young level, so there you go. We landed Luca at nine. Wow. Let's have fun with, with that. With our Homer take. Respond with Homer takes. So this is our this is our top twelve. Kawhi, LeBron, Giannis, Davis, Harden, Curry, Paul George, number eight is Embiid, number nine, Luca Doncic, number ten, Damian Lillard, number eleven, Nikola Jokic, number twelve, Towns. And then after that, just Kyrie, Oladipo, Beal, Butler, Kemba, Russell Westbrook, Rudy Gobert, Blake Griffin, you know, just all those names. I mean, it's it feels right now like we're missing a name, right? Doesn't it feel like you're just yeah. we're missing four or five guys? Um Kevin Durant is one of those guys for sure, but we already mentioned that we're gonna leave him off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. obviously Durant's not there. I mean, Steph, uh, you could sit there and be like, all right, well, if you take Steph out, I mean, obviously you just move everybody up. But even with Durant in there and fully healthy, Luca would move down to 10. So, yeah, I don't think it's crazy. People have been tweeting at us the past like few days, like, is it crazy to think Luca's a top 15 player or top 10 player? I could hear arguments for some of the other guys, Embiid, Jokic, all stuff. I get that for sure. But I honestly think he is a top 15 player. We're going on the podcast with the top 10 player. So, let's have fun with that. That's crazy. Can we, con- can we continue with some Luca stuff, by the way? Absolutely. So just in those uh, those three main areas, like he's ninth in the league in points per game, he's third in the league in assists per game, and he's thirteenth in the league in rebounds per game. I don't. I didn't even pull up names that he has more like rebounds per game than or assists and all this stuff. People that would probably like freak you out, but when you look on synergy. <laughs> It's absolutely incredible when you look at points per possession. His isolation plays 1.1.1, spot up spot up shots 1.2, around the basket <laughs> shots 1.6, those are non post ups. Here's shot, shots he, off the dribble 1.1. Like these are in this is not normal, okay? <laughs> Here's a player he has more rebounds than. Uh-oh. Also played 6 games. Our dear friend DeAndre Jordan. Oh my gosh. He probably had more blocks name too. <laughs> Trans okay, this is isolation play. Isolation plays. Uh players, let me just ask you this. Players who have 
had a minimum of 20 isolation plays. Can you name the top five? Okay, Harden is one. Actually, he's not. He's seven. In points per possession, top five players. Oh, points per possession. I thought you said I thought you meant volume. Yeah, my bad. Number of my bad, my, my bad. Oh, um, I don't know. Kemba is Kemba up there? Um, Kemba is not. This is hard to start guessing, but Lillard, Damian Lillard's <laughs> two, Kyrie Irving's four, Demar Derozan's three. Yeah, he's been. Uh, Giannis is five. I have not said who's number one yet. Is it Luca? It's Luka Doncic. <laughs> hey. At 1.115. The uh, thing is, with his isolation, he's mostly getting either straight to the line or straight to the uh, you know to the rim, which we've seen a bunch against you know some of these bigs. These these moves where he's you know sending Hassan Whiteside the opposite direction with his you know up and under move, or he's sending JaVale McGee somewhere else, or he's doing a step back three, and that counts for three points. That pushes yeah. your points per possession up. So. That's what. That's why Luca is is up there. I mean, he is. He can just manufacture points by himself in a way that, I mean, few players in the league can do right now. I mean, that's what we're saying. Like, he can go head to toe isolation wise with anyone in the league right now. You know, now. it's head to head, right? What did I say? What you, am I keep on saying? You've said head to toe like three times. Have I really? Yeah. Head, I'm like, you can, go head, you can go head to toe like. <laughs> Like, uh, head to toe, head to toe, head to head. That's what I meant, guys. It's like Sorry. your cousin's at a sleepover and you have to share the same bed. <laughs> it's head to toe, head to toe. What if I just try to change it head to toe? Um, his averages that I I said a little bit ago, obviously no one else in the league is averaging that right now, at least 26 points, 10 boards, nine assists a game. Uh, that's only – I know small sample size theater. Uh, we've only had you know, six games of the season. But if he if he kept those averages, that's only happened four times uh, throughout NBA history. Three of those was Oscar. One of those was Russell Westbrook in 2016-17. Uh, but his his numbers will obviously go down a little bit, or they might not. <laughs> they may not. We said that about <laughs> Russell Westbrook, and hey, we're still we're still here with him. He's still up there with with triple double numbers, isn't he? Westbrook is, yeah, for sure. Which is crazy. Yeah, he's eight. He's 9.8 rebounds and uh, 9.2 assists a game. So, yeah, he's right there, too. Um, there's something else isolation. I mean, uh, synergy-wise, I was going to throw, throw at you uh, as far as Luka goes. But, yeah, I mean, jump shots off the dribble. He's had 32 possessions when she took a shot off the dribble. He has an excellent rating on synergy at 1.125. That's the highest. Uh, yeah, that is the uh, the highest. <laughs> um, I, it's just crazy when you look at Luka's offensive – page on synergy even ball like the primary pick and ball ball handler 35 percent of the, his offensive possessions is running the pick and roll as a ball handler and he's very good at that 0.964 he's almost at that 1.0 mark on that which that would just be insane but the only thing that gave him a, or it's not that gave him the numbers show it but is he has poor rating on is transition uh it's just 20 possessions of that but I don't even, I don't even remember Luca that much in transition so far this year. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. We yeah. just haven't seen a lot of transition so far from the Mavs. Yeah, and then I have a lot of other like plus minus stuff as far as lineups and stuff go, but we can save that for tomorrow since we're yeah. Let's do that tomorrow. We'll do also do a preview of uh, the Mavericks are playing. Actually, they don't play till Wednesday, so 
Yeah, I play the Magic on Wednesday. Though, okay, this is the one I just had to throw out there because I just laughed at this when I seen it. As far as the fluid lineups and everything, you know that there hasn't been a single five-man lineup that has played in all six games. Not, for the Mavericks? Like, for the Mavericks. Get this. There hasn't been a single five or four-man lineup that has played in all six games for the Mavericks. Haven't they started the same five guys before? <clears throat> Actually, four four man. Only one. Okay. No, I'm talking about the a five man lineup that is played in all six games. Like Has at not the happened. same time, it hasn't happened for the Mavericks yet this year. <clears throat> Which is just crazy because some of these teams that have like the set five starters and they've started all six games. Okay, well they've appeared in all six games together. Like that five man, there hasn't been a single five man combination of players that have appeared in all six games this year for the Mavericks, and that's crazy. No, There's only been they started the same line. They started the same group back to back games. The Nuggets game and the Lakers game. No. They started Curry, Doncic, Finney Smith. I get that. You're not getting my. Oh, I guess I'm, I'm saying. It. I'm saying those five guys. Okay, those five guys together. They haven't played on the court together at the same time in all six games. Okay, so you see what I'm saying? Okay, so <laughs> there hasn't been a single five-man unit that has played yeah. in every game. Exactly. Okay, and that, that's like substitutions, everything that you would think. Like in my mind, no matter how much he switches out players, you would think that some combination of five dudes have appeared in all six games, but it hasn't. And there's only been one four-man lineup that has appeared in all six games. Can you guess what the, that four-man lineup is? It's Oh man, uh, Luca Porzingis, not Porzingis, but Luca. Is Delon right in there? And Brunson yep. and Dorian. Luca, Delon, Dorian, and Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Those- Jr. is is a, a top of a lot of these lineup things, which is kind of weird. But the bench has been good. But we can talk more lineup stuff and all that stuff tomorrow for sure. Well, we'll do the preview for the Magic game. Ooh. Can't wait, Markel Fultz. Let's go. Worst offense in the NBA right now. Against the best offense in the NBA right now. Let's go. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.